Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Rough in the Club. I'm Daniel, and I'm joined here by Blake, his wonderful, intelligent, kind-hearted, extravagant, precious-hearted, but most of all, wildly attractive fiancé. I hate you, but I love you. I hate that we said it at the same time. <laughs> Anyways, this is Rough in the Club. We're going to be messy. We're going to be a little bit crazy. Yeah. And anything and everything will be said. And you know what? What is said here is probably not going to stay here. Probably not. And that'll probably make it rough in the club. So, you know, we'll figure it out as we go. We'll figure it out as we go. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I try sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Well, guys, here we are. I don't know. Daniel has been talking about this for so fucking long. Let me tell you. Oh, before he and I met, which I will admit was like January of this year. Yeah. If you want to put it bluntly, but he's been talking about it for a while and we're finally doing it because we're always just, we're just spewing gayness and just a lot of nonsense. And we decided, you know what, why not share it with a bunch of people who don't care? So. (laughs) I mean, realistically, I'm hoping that whoever is listening to this, like I apologize. I I fully apologize. apologize. Sincerely. And, like, I know, I know stuff is going to be said, and I'm going to be like, oh, shit, we shouldn't put that. But then I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. And it's sad. Like, if it's messy, I'm going to try not to be messy. Well, you know what? It'll probably come out eventually. It's called rough in the club. I know. It's not called easy in the club. I know. Imagine if it was easy in the club. How fun would that be? That would never be fun. If it was easy in the club, you and I would have never had fun. Let's talk about first topic. Let's talk about the times we've gone to the club. Oh, the first time. Let's talk about the first time we went to the club together. It was two. We went. We had gone the first time we had gone to church because I remember I was like, yeah. oh my god, like where? Are we? Like because I really wanted to go out, and that was the only. You were like, let's go here, and I was like so stressed out. And take in mind, yes, he did say church. Um, it is a little ref, a little backstory. Backstory. It is this club is a renovated church, and if you're from Denver, you would know it is. It's a lot of fun. Well, on Saturdays, Wednesdays sometimes, and like Saturdays, they have like Latin night. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes they play really good music. Sometimes they don't. You know, it's really just hit or miss. But it's a really fun club. And that, yeah, backstory, yeah, that was the first club we went to. I will say, like, love church. Like, sometimes they really be popping. Like, sometimes they... It really does. They be in there with, like, on the bottom floor, like, suavemente and, like, Spanish music, which, the like, period. Last time that we went, the floor was moving. Yeah, last time, time we went, the, the floor was moving, and I was like, we're about to cave in, and I'm not about to break my arm or leg. But that's what the floor's about, for. That's fair. That is fair. But, yeah, it's... I will say, coming from San Diego and having gone out in Hillcrest, church, like, is, like, nothing compared to it, but, like, it's fun for what Denver has. But then take in mind, I also am from San Diego, but I moved here, Colorado. I moved to Colorado when I was like 15 against my will. It wasn't fun. But so I never had to experience adulthood and clubs and stuff at like when the way that Daniel did, like the first club. And also there's not many clubs in San Diego where you can be 18. There's a lot of clubs here. Take in mind, I'm 20. There's a lot of clubs here that I can get into. 
because I'm over 18. I just can't drink, but don't have those options in San Diego. So this is like the only reference I have to like nightlife and stuff. So that's why I'm very excited for when I finish another backstory, just a little background. I'm currently in grad school at a school that I will not be naming. Um, but like I moved out, I did my undergrad in, at UC San Diego, teehee teehee, and like did that with four years, moved from home, whatever. And then applied to grad school, came out here, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm, like, away, away from home. But let me tell you, some people really be out here being like, yeah, Colorado is so diverse. Coming from San Diego at the border. Hell no. I was like, I didn't realize how much I miss hearing Spanish until I got over here. I miss real real Mexican food. Oh, my God. (coughs) Don't die. (laughs) Don't choke on your own spit. (laughs) I'm that dumb that I just choke on my own spit. But... I miss mil- I miss real Mexican food. It's hard to find it here. Like there's like sit down restaurants that have really good, like I guess you say gourmet Mexican food style. But like I want street tacos. I want the hole in the wall little. Me- I want Robertos. I want Rigobertos. I want all the Bertos. Can we just give another shout out for my main Vallartas in San Diego? Those carne asada oh, fries, they'd be slapping. Uh, but I remember we'd go out to the club and they'd have fucking hot dogs outside wrapped in bacon. Yeah. Them things slap. Yeah. Slap. Slap. Fully in the face. Fully in the face. Oh my God. Reminding me about hitting me in the face. When I first moved to Colorado. <laughs> when I first moved to Colorado, uh, me and other people that I'm not going to talk about we're driving around with the windows down and a hot dog, an uncooked wiener flew into my window. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, what the fuck happened? And it hit my dash. And then another one got like through it and it hit the back of my head. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And a car passed me and was like, glizzy season. And I was like, oh I moved to Colorado. Oh I'm here for a week. <laughs> and I've already glizzied. been hit by a wiener. I was glizzied. How dare I? Congratulations. I know. Thank you. Thank you. You have had the honor to get glizzied. I I have once gliz- I have once been I have once been the glizzier. I've never been glizzied, but I have been the glizzier. That was a fun time. That's the first time I'm hearing this. Glizzier. Yeah. Really? This is the first time I'm telling you this? Yeah. I was like, I don't know, like 16, 17. Oh. I was with my friend. His long name was before Oh yeah, long before. Yeah. I I had my car. It was a little Jeep Compass. She was, he was cute. He was cute. His name was Timmy. We went everywhere together. We did crazy shit together. I miss Timmy. Long story short, I wrecked Timmy. But we're not going to talk about that today. Because that was really rough That's in the club. That's for another rough in the club episode. Um, Gotta save content, you know? I want to keep him coming back. Content. Gotta keep want to keep him coming back. Um... But yeah, 16, 17, I had my cute little Jeep Compass. It's my friend Riley. And we went in to Loveland. If any of you guys know where that is in northern Colorado, probably not. But Loveland, Colorado. And we just went around town throwing hot dogs at people. We got we went to Walmart. We were like, what do we do? It's like midnight. We're bored. I'm 16. He's like 15. And so we're like, what the fuck do we do? We can't do anything. So we go to Walmart at midnight, get hot dogs and glizzy people. Most of my late night, I I will say in high school, I didn't have a lot of late night adventures. But when I got to college, 
that's when I was like 2 a.m. Called up my fucking friend Jocelyn. Hey, bitch. How are you? I miss you. But calls up Jocelyn. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, bored. Why? And I was like, I'm picking you up. And I would drive. I remember my first year didn't have a car, but I had a zip car. Second year, I had my little Ford Escape. Third year, my third and fourth year, I had my little Mini Cooper. She was cute. Her name was Lola. She's back at home with my mom. My mom wanted to keep her. She's getting a new engine because Mini Coopers really be a bitch and a half. But you know what? She's cute. Little Mini S. She was red. Chili red. It was so much fun driving her. I... I told him, though, that... I'm glad that he has the car he has now when I met him. Because if he had the little, like, two-door red Mini S, I probably would not have initially gotten your car. Probably not. I told you this. I know. Yeah. I like the car that you have now. Yes. Right now, I'm driving a beautiful Chevy Equinox. I think like a 2015. Her name is Regina. love Regina. After Regina George, the one and only. She has she's a little dented. She's a little dented. I one day, this is when Blake was still working at his prior place of employment. I'm gonna say it. I worked at should I expose them? No, maybe. I why the fuck not? They they're not gonna come for me. I'm too small. Um Whole Foods. I worked at Whole Foods. And this is is this is the day that I quit. Is this? No. No, this is like the day before, I think. But, um, should I talk about the day that I quit? Why? Why I quit? I mean, sure. Um, so I was wearing a Black Lives Matter mask. And I was also taking mine. I was in the back. I usually was in the front. Like, I was the person who got, who did your online. If you've ever ordered from Whole Foods, like the Amazon Prime thing, I'm the probably the person who bagged your groceries for you. Um, for your little online orders that you could pick up or get shipped to you and or get sent to you, delivered to you, um, by your local Whole Foods. Um, and, but this day I was in the back and I was wearing a Black Lives Matter mask. It was also like, I think the only mask that I could find. And somebody, this lady came in and she was like, that's a nice sentiment, but they're, you're going to get in trouble for that. I'm like, it's just a mask. Like. It's also like doesn't need to be political. Like I just wearing a mask, and then two of the head honcho managers came up to me, and they're like, "We need you to remove your mask because that we don't need that in our store. Like that's just you know not making political statements." I'm like, "It's not political. I'm like, it's just a Black Lives Matter. Do you not agree?" And basically, long story short, I was like, "I'm not going to remove my mask. If you make me remove my mask, I'm going to quit." And I quit that day because they wanted me to remove my Black Lives Matter mask. And that was the whole story. So, yeah. Continuing. I had picked him up from work. And I was, like, leaving in a car. Literally, I was at the stop. I was at a stop. And the car to the right of me backed into my right passenger door. And I was like... Oh my god! And then he had the nerve to say what? And then he was like, "Oh my god!" And then he got off. He was like, "Oh my god, my sensors, but I just bought the car. Like, I guess the backup sensor broke." And I was like, "Sir, if you just bought this car and the sensor didn't work, I think you should probably return also, it." Also, this car did not have. It was like an early two thousands car. I'm like, you do not have. It was the Saab S A A B. Is that what the car was? Yeah. It was. I think it was like that or something. And 
it was like an older 2000s car. I'm like, that car does not have a sensor. That car doesn't have, they didn't have the technology for that in the early 2000s. So your car doesn't have a sensor. That's bullshit. Anyway, so yeah, so he hit me and got his information, whatever. And then I like called the insurance, sent me the money to fix it. Um, and, you know, here we are. She's still doing good. I do have to get her defroster fixed before it starts getting cold here. That was that was so scary during the winter because it was snowing. The windows are frosting. The only way that they're going to defrost is if we roll the windows down and have the AC, and have the AC on. I am freezing my ass off in this car, and he's going... <laughs> Over the speed limit, taking mine. So I'm freezing because the wind is coming so fast on me. I, oh my God. It was, so you need to get that fixed before winter comes. I know. Winter is coming. I know winter is coming. I'm not ready. The fact that I have to buy a shovel (laughs) for my front door now because I I have a door now. Oh my God. Mind you, the apartment, the apartment that I had last year, I had to like walk into the lobby to actually get to it. This one, I have an exterior door, which is like fabulous, but I'm like, now I have to fucking shovel. That's fair. I can also just go use the other door. I have a door that enters into the the building. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But then, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Realistically, are we going to want to walk to the car? Yeah, why do you have a reason? If the snow is that high, there's no reason to be leaving. Unless that one time, it was like it had just snowed a lot and we were like oh my god we're hungry we were idiots didn't have food in the house (laughs) and so blake was like let's go get food and so we went out still snowing actively snowing we had to shovel the car regina out of the snow we got stuck we got out drove around nothing was open no point for us to actually leave and then when we tried to come back and park we got stuck in the snow and this dude in a jeep love him four by four beautiful jeep Hooked us up and got us out. And I was like, you know what? If it wasn't for you, we'd probably still be stuck in there. Yeah. And that was... And I also take in mind, I was the one driving. Because Daniel had never driven in that kind of weather. I'm the only one who knows how to... Because I learned how to drive in that. I see, I... I know how to drive in Now you do. But I love that I have the pride that I am a native Californian. But I know how to drive in that weather. That makes me lethal. It makes me lethal. I know how to drive in it now. Can I just say also, I do know how to drive in heavy rain because I learned how to drive in Central Valley, California, in tiny Buffalo town. Orchards everywhere, rain's hard, like whatever. That's what I learned how to drive in. Because the minute you get down to SoCal, nobody knows how to drive in the rain. The minute it starts raining, everybody starts going from like 65 down to 25 because they're like, oh my God, we're going to go. I'm like, speed up. Also, too, I just got glasses. Like, what? Two months ago? So, I I had not renewed my prescription in so long. I didn't even wear glasses at this point because none of my glasses that I had were my prescription anymore. So, I'm driving basically blind through this weather. I'm making it. I'm scared. I'm scared. But now I finally, I in the end, I have glasses so I can drive a lot better. Um, but... Daniel, I will. Can I expose you? About what? About what? No. Why? I will expose myself. I will say I have gotten a couple traffic tickets for driving a little bit too fast. But because you know what? 
Colorado and Wyoming, beautiful states. They will not put points on your driver's license if you're out of state. And because I still have my Colorado driver's license, or Colorado, California driver's license, no points went on my record. I paid it. It's in the past. And it's going to stay in the past. Fine. If you're going to expose yourself, then I'm going to expose myself before you expose me. Um, I got... And it's also just a fun story time, too. Um, so me and my very best friend in the world, Bridget, miss you, girl. Also, side note, kind of off topic, best friend Bridget is, she's in the Navy. Love that bitch. She's doing great. She's kicking ass. I'm really proud of her. She's younger than me, too. She's younger than me, and she's kicking ass in the military. Anyway, I miss you. You're in Japan. You're coming home soon, though. You're coming home soon, though. I'm excited. Anyway, so back to story time. With my best friend Bridget, before she left for the military, we are going up to Nebraska to go to a wedding. And I, at this time, lived with my parents. Um, I forget how old I was. I was obviously still like, I'm 20 now. I was a teenager. And I told my parents that I was working late. And I really was not. I worked uh, that morning and went and picked up my best friend Bridget and was like, we're going to Nebraska to this wedding. And before we could even get to Nebraska, I'm going, taking mine, this is my fault. I'm driving. This is when I crashed Timmy. Um, I'm going 90 and I hit black ice. And we fucking we biff it as bridget likes to say we biff it we go flying we're going everywhere <laughs> i had to laugh about it now it's but it's oh my god all the damage happened on her side and her dad had to come pick us up he's in fort collins colorado we are in butt fuck nowhere in the middle of wyoming and um we have to call him and he picks us up in this diner in Wyoming still, because that's the farthest that the tow truck could take us. We're in this podunk diner, and we ordered a greasy spoon kind of ass burger, and we waited for her dad to pick us up. And that's the time that me and my best friend almost died. And that was also the night that we were really like, we're best, we can't get out of this friendship now. We literally almost died together. And now, almost three years later, I'm still with this bitch. I can't get rid of her, so... That's the story time, yeah, of me and Bridget almost dying because of my stupidity. So, I will say I haven't had any experiences like that. No. No. I'm a good sadly. driver, though. When like, you drive with me, I'm a good driver. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm just clueless because I'm a little, like, nervous to get over. I That's say. fair. You do hesitate a lot. I do hesitate. You hesitate and you act like you don't. And then I see you hesitate because you're like, uh, uh. And I'm like, just go. Also, oh my God, that is, so <laughs> me and Daniel took a road trip to California. We're going to fast forward to when we already got there. We're driving from Northern California to San Diego and I am driving, yeah, the coast. And I am driving through, it, I started driving from Santa Barbara and I get through Calabasas. I had my permit in San Diego when I was 15. So I didn't learn to drive with the rest of you California people. And y'all, especially you Calabasas motherfuckers, are insane. I am in an SUV that is a V, it's a V6, Regina's a V6. I'm going, like, the speed limit is 
70. I'm going 75, 78. And y'all are, a fucking Prius passed me. If I am going literally 80 next to a cop on a 70 and he's going faster than me. It was insane. I was so stressed. I pulled over and made Daniel drive because he knows how to drive in that because you, crazy ass, used to drive from San Diego to Disneyland. Yeah, I, so I was that person. I had the Disney pass for three years. I went from the SoCal pass to the deluxe, living my life. And I would go to Disneyland every Monday. I scheduled my classes so that I had class nine to like 11 noon. And then at noon, I would get lunch and then dip to Disneyland. And I would go with my friend Kelsey. Hey, bitch, if you're listening, I love you and I miss you. Um... We'd go to Disneyland, and honestly, sometimes I would go for dinner, a show, and maybe two rides, and I'd dip. I was that Disney bitch. I'd go. You really were. I have, like, 15 spirit jerseys. I got to the point where in the Soundstational Parade, which is the best parade Disneyland has ever put out, and if you disagree with me, how dare you? If you think the nighttime spectacular fucking whatever that parade is with the lights, uh, electric parade, if you think that's a better parade, you can suck it, because that parade is disgusting. Those floats be creaking and squeaking that whole Main Street. So trash. Anyways, in Soundstational, there was the Banana Man. I've never even been to a parade. At Disneyland? Yeah. LOL, they're amazing. They're really theatrical. I, but I, at Soundstational, in the Aladdin part, the Banana Man, he was a man. He was pushing um, the monkey's name in Aladdin uh, thing. I don't know what his name is. Abu, Babu, something like that. I don't know. And he had bananas hanging from around his neck. And every single time he'd see me, he'd recognize me. And I was like, period. The fact that I come this much that this bitch is recognizing me, how dare you? How dare you? But yeah, I fully went through a period where I was like, Disney Instagram, that was my life. And then I moved and I was like, oh. Okay. But, but I will say, I am not, I don't, I mean, I feel like I'm not as crazy as other Disney adults. There are crazier Disney adults. No, there are. There really are. I mean, Carolyn, from my work, she's a crazier Disney adult than you she really is. She really is. I love her because so I had gone to eat. Okay, Blake is gonna say. It. Okay, so another backstory. My I'm a server. I work at a restaurant that again I will not name, but um, they my it's a very small, it's a very small crew that works there, and everybody at my work saw me and Daniel's relationship grow from the very beginning. Like he would sit in my section and he would do my homework this for me. Man had me whipped. He I had, me. had him whipped, and my entire my boss, all my coworkers saw this relationship blossom. They saw when I got engaged after New York, and it was it's been a crazy time. And so Carolyn is one of my coworkers, and she just went to Disneyland, and she didn't even get me anything. Didn't even get me anything, but got Daniel something. She's like, what does Daniel want? I'm like, probably a pin. And she's like, okay. And then she talked to Daniel and she got him a beautiful pin. It's so, it's so cute. I love it. Again, didn't get me anything. I'm like, damn, okay. Like we work together. Like shit. Like I take your tables when you need, but whatever. Fuck me then. But yeah, she got him a beautiful pin. And she is a crazier Disney adult than you. Especially because she is like older but it was so cute i loved it because she came up to me and she was like oh my god if you go to disneyland do this and if you go and i'm like mm -hmm. and honestly i was yeah. like i've done that or like sometimes there's still stuff at disneyland that i haven't done 
as hard as that to believe. Yeah. There's stuff at Disneyland that I have not That's done. Crazy. That was like, you know what? You are excited. And I love yeah. when people are excited about Disneyland. Yeah. I love it. She I remember one time I was at Disneyland and I was watching Fantasmic, which is the nighttime spectacular at the Rivers of America in New Orleans Square. If you know what I'm talking about, period. Again, Kelsey, thank you for showing me that because I know where to watch it. Anyways, I was watching it and this little girl came up to me and was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Or she didn't come up to me. She stood right next to me and her grandparents came and was like, this is their first time here. Like we saved up money to bring the grandkids. Like this will probably be the last time, like the only time we come. And I was like, how do I make this little girl's night better? So I was like, who's your favorite princess? And she was like, I love Jasmine. And I was like, you're going to love this show. And in the princess section, Jasmine comes out on the carpet with Aladdin. And she's like, Grandma, oh, my God, it's Jasmine. And she was so excited. And I was like, you know what? People would be talking mad shit about Disney adults and Disneyland. But moments like that, I'm like, this is why I love Disney. Because this little girl, if this is her only time at Disneyland, this is what she's going to remember. You're so cute. Not me crying in the club. Not crying in the club. Not crying in the club. Let's talk about Camila Cabello. Not Camila Cabello. <laughs> Can we talk about the Cinderella? Back still on Disney here. Um, can we talk about the Cinderella well, it's remake? Not Disney. Well, it's Amazon. It's Amazon Prime. Prime. That's why I do. I don't know about this. Billy Porter's in it though. Love Billy Porter. Love him. And. I don't know about this. Camila Cabello, great voice, though. Love her voice. And we love... I don't know. We like her. I like... I spill. I like Normani more. Oh, my God. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. But everyone knows Normani's better. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. If I'm ever famous Camila Cabello, I am so sorry. I also think Normani has not gotten the justice that she deserves. No, she because not. her management is Man, not doing shit. her the respect that she deserves. Is she understood, Ron? I don't know. Let's look this up. Let's see who is representing Normani. Normani. Come on, Kenneth. So you got the motivation. That was trash. I apologize. Okay. Who's representing her? Brandon Silverstein. I have no idea who that is. Wait. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Um. Let's see. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Uh, okay We're trying to figure this out. I don't know what's going on. Her manager, Tanji, allegedly admitted to purposely using her successful collaborations to promote her solo song because he doesn't want to spend money to promote her own solo career. It was also reported that Tanji turned song associations off for many many times because he thinks she's too big for that. So whoever the fuck Tanji is, fuck you. Also... What's her new song? What is her new song? I have it saved. It's the amazing. one with Cardi B? Wild Side. Wild Side. Wild Side is so good. The choreography in that music video, I want to do that. She's amazing. Let's just upbuild women. Period. All the women's. All the women. A single mom who works with two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. With gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. Period. Period. We love to see it. We love to see it. 
Let's see. We have about we have about two minutes, two minutes left to uh, left on this podcast because um, you know because it, it can't can go on forever. Can go on forever, or this could just be. And we're just making you wait for more. We also could just make this like a fake commercial break. We just add two of them together, right? We could. Let's just make this a let's manifest a commercial break. Let's manifest someone fucking picks us up. Like maybe one day. I know, big dreams. This is our first podcast, but let's dream it. So let's have a fake commercial break in about like two-ish minutes. My hope is that one day, one day, one very distant day, that we become as big as Trixie and Katya on and if I don't, I'm fully gonna cry about that. Me too. Fully gonna be devastated. Gonna but also, I'm having a lot of fun just doing it. I am. That sounds so fake. I sound like a pick me girl. Not a pick me girl. But no, I'm just trying to have fun. It's fun doing with my boo. My boo thing. My mans. My main. And also guest starring is Naveen. Yes, Naveen, our cat oh, is here, well, Mr. Naveen. Here. I know you cannot hear you him. Cannot hear us, see him, yes, um, but oh, today he came out as pansexual. pansexual. Um, he is part of the queer community oh, now. Yes. He, um, he told me himself. Yes. So thank you very much. Um, so we're gonna try to do a commercial break right now. Yeah. And if it works, fabulous. We'll see you in like a couple seconds or minutes, whatever. If, not, if we'll it doesn't, you. we'll see you in the next show. Yeah. Um, so depending so on... Yeah. Depending really? on what happens Is this a next, commercial break? Or is this your first episode and you're not going to get one until next week? Who knows? So as of right now, it's rough in the club. We're going to see what happens. Um, or should we just do like two or three a week? I don't know. Give them what they want, bitch. Give them what the fans want. Okay, this is rough in the club. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. We're going to see you in a couple seconds. If not, we're going to see you in a little bit. Keep it messy. Keep it crazy. And remember, whatever you say will not stay here. All right, guys. We're back. We actually did figure out that even after the 30 minutes that we get, we can upload more to this episode. But... Long story short, we just did a whole other part of the episode and realized that we were recording to the wrong fucking audio source. So the audio on it is horrible. And we're kind of fizzled out. I can't I can't process it anymore. And we do we're too lazy. We do not want to do a whole other part of the episode. So this is all you guys are gonna this is all like all you guys are gonna get for tonight. But you guys will get us next week to the six listeners. That we have right now, you'll get us next week. We want to leave you wanting more. Yeah. What Blake said. LOL. But yeah, um, I was an idiot and did not do the actual audio source that we needed. So you know what? This is what it is. It is, what it is. And you know what? We leave you wanting more. Exactly. To our, I don't know, six, seven, hopefully, listeners. Yeah. Um, you know, one day, one day, when we have producers and everyone and all that shit to do it for us, that'll never happen. We'll be fine. But until that day, we're going to leave you here tonight, guys. So, as I always say, stay classy. But you know what? Most of all, guys, stay messy. Honestly, stay messy. And keep it rough on the club. Bye. Bye.